0: Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Sunday to the folks who listen early and, and late once uh, after release. But uh, it is episode fifty seven, season two of the Daily Mission Podcast. I'm in studio. My name's Greg. I'm joined by Nate. How are we doing?
1: We're doing good. It is an absolute heat wave out there these days. It holy was holy hell.
0: It's the hottest week I that I can remember. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the best long term memory. That All being right. said, but short term, yeah, or just memory in general, yeah. Well, but yeah, uh, fading quickly. What's it been, 35 degrees for the last, like...
1: Yeah, it's been crazy here. Feeling like 40? Yeah, it's been almost undoable. I'm an absolute sweat pig.
0: Oh, bud. I've been absolutely dripping as well. But uh, yeah, lots of hydration going on. But uh, I can't complain, man. I actually really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, well, you can't. You can't. You just complain about how cold it is during the winter. And then you're like, oh, I wish I could go back to those heat waves. Yeah,
0: exactly. So no, I actually, my favorite part of the day, need is like probably like that seven to nine window where it's like kind of cooling down. It's still nice out. Uh, Anyway, it's a beautiful time in the Annapolis Valley right now where we're recording. But Nate, we're going to hop into the pregame show. We'll say the quarter one is the MLB, quarter two is the NHL. We got halftime show, a fan favorite, the playbook. The playbook. Uh, quarter three, we'll move into some NFL talk, and quarter four, bring us home with a little bit of NBA news. But in the pregame show, Nate, we have to talk about Andrew Tate. Yes, we do. This man has taken over the internet. He's taken over TikTok, our predominant app, like almost overnight, it feels like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the last few weeks, he's dominated for you pages. Now he is really climbing into the North American social scene, doing serious, serious work. I mean, he was on Dave Portnoy's podcast. He was on a Twitch stream with Aiden. I don't know much about Aiden, but I know he's the biggest Twitch streamer. He's kind of a weird dude, man.
1: Dude. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to straight up come out here and call him a tool. Yeah. But like, man, he's damn close. Oh,
0: man, for sure. Uh, and then now he's with the Nelk Boys right now, so he's yeah. really climbing into the North American scene. So this Andrew Tate guy is a four-time world champion kickboxer. Mm-hmm. He ran like online female chat rooms for a while. Then he bought a casino. I mean, he's built his wealth from from nothing. I mean he's a he's a mega millionaire now in Romania. He drives around like a nine million dollar Bugatti. Like it's
1: it's outrageous. Well, but there was some video where he's saying he's he was the world's first trillionaire.
0: No. Yeah, man,
1: it was. It's just like, no, you're not, man. Yeah, that's. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah,
0: like you don't. You're not a part of like Amazon or Facebook. Exactly. Or, so you're not a trillionaire. Yeah. Uh, but he, man, it's been it's been so interesting to watch him, and he's just his takes, man, are hot, and he's very opinionated. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he says these things for clips. He runs this Hustlers University as well. I should know, and it's about fifty bucks a month, and you go in and you can kind of choose which avenue you want to take on. Um, and I guess he's got like 100,000 subscribers to that. I mean, he's doing amazing, mm-hmm. you know, amazingly well. Awesome oh, um, university.
1: And very intriguing individual, this Andrew Tate. Yeah, he, uh, I was doing a little more ground digging on the guy. Okay. He was, so before he got big too, he was on um, the reality show Big Brother. Okay. In the UK. Yeah, yeah. And he ended up getting booted off. No way. Because I guess some, um, some video surfaced of him like doing pornography with some chick. No way. So they booted him off the show. Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> so he's mixed it up in that scene as well. Yeah.
0: Um, so but, very, very diverse individual.
1: But like, just um, like the guy just like, it seems like at every point of his life is just like kind of had it figured out. Yeah, if you know what I mean. To so just like, because yeah. I mean, that's a good starting point for you. Like big, bro- like a lot of people will go on that show in the states, and then they're just like influencers forever.
0: Yeah, you're yeah, a world champion fighter. Yeah, then you're in the reality TV scene. Yeah, now you're crushing social media.
1: Reality TV too is such a good entry point for yes. anybody. For oh sure, good. You
0: just man. automatically become famous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Sure. Like
1: Love Island. And yes, hot or not. Like yes, look at Harry Jows. Uh, exactly, like, that's huge, man. Massive. Yeah, all he did was go around and try to. Bang chicks on a TV show.
0: And then he was banging chicks in LA. Like, he was making his rounds. Yeah. I mean, Charlie Jordan comes to mind. Taylor Holder's ex-girlfriend. I mean, these are all people that you may not have heard of, but they're all kind of TikTok stars. Yeah. And now he's dating that girl that was an absolute rocket on the... Is it Too Hot to Handle they were on? Uh, Yeah, that was the yeah. show he was on. Yeah, and then yeah. she was on season three. Right. And then now they're linking up. But yeah. anyway, uh, that's... You just that relationship has no shot. No, it's that's the scene that we are aware of, but we don't follow yes. as closely as sports. But Nate, I did want to bring up a movie that I watched last night called Hustle on Netflix, yeah. uh, Adam Sandler production, man, this is a, this is a must watch. And, and uh, I don't know if I'm like, it's just been so long since I've sat down and really watched a movie but being a sports fan and and it was just so well done and it's tough to integrate professional sports and tell a story as well Mm -hmm. uh, and integrate all these superstars as well Chris Middleton, Kyle Lowry's in it Uh, Anthony Edwards is kind of like the the
1: villain in the movie but Boban
0: Boban yeah it's just it's an incredible film and I really enjoyed it
1: Um, and so uh, yeah give it a check out on Netflix Hustle yeah I'm gonna have to check it out myself definitely man Adam Sandler it, yeah, it had high high rave. Like uh, a few group chats I was in, been like, "Boy, it has got to watch Hustle." I just haven't got around to it, but I'll be checking it out. Absolutely, You're Adam Sandler. Yeah, man, he's just he's just such a this guy, man. He's a workaholic. I mean,
0: he must he must put out three movies a year? Yeah, uh, mostly on Netflix because I think I think Netflix has got a huge contract with. Uh, is it Happy Madison? Is that his?
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I think, I think it so.
0: is. Yep. Um, Happy Madison Productions. But no, he does such a great job, man. Some of my favorite. What, what do you think? Your top you know, three Adam Sandler movies. That grown Ups is number one for me. Like that, when I was in like grade 10, grade nine, like when that came out, man, I thought that was the fun, like I thought that, that tree or that... Uh Quintuplet of, uh, of of actors: Kevin James, Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Um, you had, uh, gosh, what's a uh, blonde-haired guy? Um, <coughs> David Spade. David Spade, and then googly-eyed guy. Um, yeah, I know he you yeah. mean, but there's
1: no way. They also always have Nick Swartzen Yes, he's one of my favorite stand-up comedians. He's always just got some random backup role, like he's a yeah. bus driver yes. on Grown Ups. Yeah. He's just like on meth or something. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Dude, he's hilarious. Yeah. He was in Reno 911. For Do you sure. remember that show? Oh yeah, yeah. He was the.
0: There's the, another guy too. He just looks like a, he was Wiley in in uh, Grown Ups, but he's like uh, he's like a homeless guy in uh, Mr. Deeds. Yeah, he just looks like an absolute lunatic. Yeah, uh, but no, they do such a great job, man. Adam Sandler has fun with his
1: job, and he's such a great actor. So uh, definitely one of my favorites, man. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, yeah, you said Grown Ups. I'm trying to think of like another one right off the top of my head.
0: Yeah, Billy Madison's really good. Yeah. Uh, Mr.
1: Deeds. I mean, um, what was it? Uh, Fifty First Dates click. was him, right? Fifty First Dates. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, that's a tearjerker. Oh yeah, back in the day, click. Yeah, click. Yeah, I think click was a bit of a write-off really, yeah, but for sure. But yeah, I mean he's got a it's, ton of movies. You
0: think about it, probably thirty, forty you could think of if you really sat down with some brain power with for friends, sure. you know. It's just he's just Eight Crazy Nights was one like
1: a cartoon. Eight Crazy <laughs> Nights the cartoon is an absolute gold mine. <laughs> yeah. That is a hilarious movie. Oh man, he's I'll uh watch that sometime this Christmas. Yeah,
0: he's uh he's a beauty, but uh no, Hustle, must watch on Netflix. Neat. In the UFC scene, it was UFC London. Uh, it was a fight night. Uh, Aspen, all versus Blades. Uh- it was a quick fight. I mean, Aspinall, this was back-to-back fight cards where we've seen a guy, like, blow out a shoulder with uh, Ortega in the headliner fight. And then this Aspinall blew out his knee, like, 15 seconds into the fight. You don't often exactly. see, see that uh, in the UFC. You'd think it would happen more.
1: You would. Yeah. But, yeah, it doesn't happen. That's, that's stuff You're when you're drinking with your buddies and yeah. you see a knee rip out. That's just, oh. that makes the night almost. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not, like, disrespect to the fighter, but, like, yeah, it's, I don't know. You're looking for either a knockout or yeah. a... Some sort of like submission, you know, uh, Anderson Silva broken leg, oh, you know, something like that. Yeah, you want to yeah. you want to watch those things that are going to go viral
0: for live. sure, for sure. But I think that the the people who dominated the fight card, which we knew were were Molly and Patty, the two. Uh, individuals from Liverpool, they're electric. They've got some sort of uh, relationship with Barstool Sports because Dave Portnoy was there. So Molly, um, gosh, I, I don't know her last name, Nate, but uh, Molly ends up winning um, her fight, jumps over the cage, jumps into Dave Portnoy's arms. Yeah. And then Patty the Batty, Patty Pimblett comes out, Rear naked choke wins, jumps into David Portnoy again. I mean, he's probably paying them, and, and obviously, we know that the UFC fighters don't do incredibly financially Yeah. well. What is it, nine percent? Is that
1: right? Yeah, that's when we did the percentages, yeah. which is ridiculous.
0: Um, because typically, like sports leagues are 50 50 revenue share, yeah. Um, and so you think, you know, I think it's nine to 16 percent. I forget, what that's was.
1: bound to change here pretty soon, absolutely. It I do no know, um,
0: but uh, but no. This character, uh, Patty Pimblet in the UFC. I mean, every league dreams of a guy like this. Yeah, he's an absolute lunatic. He is, he's is so lunatic. outgoing. Um, he said he was going to teabag the guy like it was Modern Warfare 2. He did just that. Um, it's ridiculous. But he comes out to Nate afterwards and he says, and he has a nice men's mental health speech, which I thought was pretty cool. Mm. Lose, you lose, use your platform. You know, he said he'd rather have his friend cry on his shoulder and go to his funeral the next week. I mean, I, I really respect Patty Pimblett, man. You know, not only being an absolute lunatic like you got to be in the fight scene promoting your fight, but also using your using your stage to kind of, you know, bring uh, bring light to uh, to a tough topic to talk
1: about. For sure. And even that weirdest what did he say the other day? He's I'm, like, he's, yeah. I'm the weirdest guy in the whole thing. Yep. Hilarious, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's... Not, he's Think you he can outweigh me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like the weirdest. Licking somebody's ear pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Patty Pimblet,
0: he's certainly one of my favorites yeah. uh, on the UFC scene. Uh, Nate, just finally in the pregame show, we've got the 3M open going on right now. Uh, not a huge stacked field, but uh, Scott Piercy. This is a guy, Scott Piercy, it seems like he's probably... He's been on the tour for 15, 20 years. He's got to have been. He's a great player. He is a guy I've got circled live tour, like... You know what I mean? An yeah. older guy, take the check. But he's leading the way right now, and he's walking around with one shoe. He's got a huge blister on his right foot. So after every shot, he he hits
1: it with an untied shoe, and then he just takes off his shoe and walks around. That's so crazy. you think there'd be some way he could get that blister, like, sealed up a bit you'd you think. Know, that it wouldn't be that bad or just like mix in a pair of shoes that aren't so damn tight man. yeah man it's uh it's Which actually is, it's 2022 it's a blister
0: and you'd think yeah the medical teams and the PGA Tour would be able to sew that up or like not sew that up but get that <laughs> thing you know yeah eligible for a shoe yeah
1: yeah I mean geez man like that can't be it'd probably be pretty nice walking on those fairways and bare feet though
0: dude I would love to. I love playing golf bare feet yeah it's I've the best it, oh it's the best um Anyway, that's going to conclude the pregame show, Nate. We're going to move into the MLB and uh, obviously fresh off the All-Star game, which we got into last game or last episode. But the Blue Jays come out and dismantle the Red Sox on the Friday night game. I mean, it was 25-3 to at one point. I think it ended up being 28-5. to 28-5. to I've never
1: seen that many runs in a game.
0: Most runs ever scored by the Blue Jays. Most runs ever given up by the Red Sox. I mean, clearly... And yeah. uh, I felt bad for Jared Duran. It's a 6 nothing game in the third inning, and there's a pop fly to center field. Jared Duran, I mean, he's a guy who's trying to make his way onto the Red Sox lineup. He comes flying in, like, shallow, shallow outfield, and the ball drops just before the fence yeah. or just before the Green Monster. And it's like, dude, what are you doing inside the park home run grand slam? Well,
1: the thing about it that was the weirdest to me is, like, the ball landed. He looks back at it at the wall, yep. and he just doesn't move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the uh, left fielder had to come in and yeah. get the ball. And it's like, that can't look particularly great for a guy who's trying to, you know what I mean? Trying to crack the squad, yeah. yeah. so it's like, dude, yeah. you got to get back, though. Like, he literally just stood still, and I pretty, like, I think if he would have ran back, it probably would have been a triple.
0: Yeah. yeah perhaps,
1: yeah. like, it's... I think
0: it's Jackie Bradley Jr. who normally has the assignment in center field for the Red Sox. So yeah. he obviously, he had the day off, and it was Jared Duran, and this yeah. guy did not make a good case for himself. Dude,
1: like what, like, what, is it MLB 2K with the sliders up? Like, how do you get it inside the park? Grand slam. It's it, it. just
0: that was that type of night. Because, I mean, you think after 10 runs, you boys would figure it out. But there was actually 15 more pegged yeah. onto that. Actually, 18 more pegged onto that.
1: The funniest thing I saw was uh, it was like a text conversation back and forth between two guys. Yep. They were getting ready to bet on the game.
0: Oh, no. Red Sox money line. The guy's in?
1: like, dude, I'm telling you tonight, Red Sox money line. He's <laughs> like, I got a feeling. He's like, well, I don't know, man. He's like, the Jays bats have been kind of hot. He's like, Then the guy replies, he's like, two words, Fenway Park. And the guy's like, I'm in. And then it shows the score, 28-5. to (laughs) That's a freezing cold
0: take for sure. Uh, But uh, no, it's going to be interesting. So the Jays end up following up with Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa has been an absolute heater this year. He wins, uh, he goes seven strong innings, uh, seven Ks. Uh, Alec Manoa is a good guy for all you people in the betting world to look at or over on strikeouts, uh, mm-hmm. it's usually sitting around that five. So I mean, I, I like that bet. But uh, but Noah has a great outing. They win four to one. The Blue Jays are heat, not men, and I think that uh, they're going to have a strong second half, like they did last year. It's just a matter of what they need to kind of you know compile at the deadline. The deadline going to be I think a couple weeks from. Uh, it's ten days out. Ten days out. Yeah. So with the deadline in ten days, what do you think the Blue Jays need to do to strengthen?
1: Just. I think maybe a little pitching. I mean, like realistically, you look through their lineup; they're pretty like they're junk. They're pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what you're going to bring in that's going to be crazy. Outside Juan Soto. Yeah. I mean, if you can get Juan Soto, get Juan Soto. Yeah. I mean, the you've seen the package that the Nationals are like declining on. No. It's like five prospects, uh, five like prospects, and then like a a heater, a few like well, not even just like a few guys who have played like who are like kind of prospects that have played a little bit, but like nothing. Too crazy, you know what yeah, I mean. Okay. So like they're asking a lot, but yeah. But I mean that's pretty like pretty doable. I mean the guy's still under contract for another two years before he has uh, yeah. RFA rights or whatever. So. Yeah. I mean, man, I'd be throwing it. Like somebody's yeah. getting him. Oh,
0: for sure. So. For sure. Um, uh, it's yeah. I think that. uh I mean, he's gonna be such an amazing. I mean, this guy's gonna be a Hall of Famer, man, if he stays on this trajectory. But yeah. yeah, I think a little bullpen help needed. I mean, I think you need a couple studs in the bullpen uh, to help out. Maybe yep. maybe a starter. Um, yep. You know, with Ryu out for the year, yeah. and with um, Kikuchi uh, not being the strongest of individuals. So,
1: yeah, you got to load up, man, if you're going to go for it. So. Yeah. This We're is it, man. Boys. This is a window
0: for the Blue Jays. So yeah, right. it's going to be interesting to see. There's going to be movement. They're going to uh, have some trades at the deadline. So for I'm sure. excited about that. So we'll break that down neat, uh, on Friday. Uh, for Friday's episode, we'll talk a little bit about guys that are rumored to be moving and uh, maybe some potential landing spots for those guys. Uh, so, hey, and tawny first start after the All-Star break, going six strong, looking like an absolute machine, then gives up two absolute bombs, seven run inning he gives up against the Braves. Absolutely
1: stunning. Um, so yeah. that doesn't happen too much with a guy like Otani. No, it doesn't. What timing too? After you win what go to the SBs and win uh male athlete of the year. Yeah. Then just gives up a couple of bombs.
0: Yeah, 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 exactly. We're good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're I was good. Like, don't dare no, tell me. I was just checking good. in on the uh, recording. We're all good. Okay. Yeah, we're all good. Yeah. Uh, and the MLB inductions are just around the corner. Big poppy's getting ready to be inducted, man. This guy was definitely my favorite baseball player of all time, man. Such a clutch player, man. I think about the Yankees series and and, uh, the clutch home runs that he hit, man. He was such a freak, man. Just such a great character in Boston. So beloved. Uh, Really excited for Big Poppy. I think he's 17th all time. Uh, He's got three uh, World Series rings. Uh, He's been in the All-Star game 10 times. Uh, Seven Silver Slugger awards. I mean, just an immaculate resume.
1: He's just like, growing up, it was just like that, you know, he's the pinnacle. He was the guy. It's Big Poppy. He's that guy. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the hall, super quick, I saw, um, well, Pete Rowe is obviously not in the hall. (laughs) Yeah. um, But I see he's making his first return to the field since 1989 for some sort of like charity event, I believe it is. Cool. Um, He's been banned for life. Yeah, yeah. So this is the first time he's going to be on the field. Wow. I guess he took that in lieu of jail time. Yes. um, From betting on, yeah. (laughs) As the manager betting. So, yeah, too, it's obviously you're never able to do that, but it's crazy how, like, Sports betting is now compared to like the '80s. Yeah, you know, you're still not going to get away with it. But I mean, anyway, Pete yeah. Rose, one
0: of the most prolific hitters in the, in the game, and mm. I don't know, man. We talk about it all the time, Nate. Like you want the Hall of Fame and the MLB to be a storytelling yeah. type of type of Hall, and and these people are a huge parts of your games and historians and ball fans for the rest of the time will know Pete Rose, know Barry Bonds, know Roger Clemens. Throw
1: them in there, man. Oh, these guys were electric players this morning and it's honestly almost like as soon as like a guy starts having an unreal career like a rod it's like they get csi miami on the guy you know what i mean it's like let's dig up absolutely anything and not get this guy in the hall of fame like it's just like you know what it's like i have there's a picture of him with a used needle yeah like in the bathroom like one of those disposals it's like and he's out of the hall
0: no it's uh it's pretty sad uh need just quickly to, to wrap up the mlb We've got to give the Houston Astros a shout-out because we're always raving about how well the Yankees are doing. The Astros are 62-32. Mm-hmm. 30 games above five hundred. Yep.
1: <laughs> they're coming.
0: And if they make a big splash at the deadline, Man, they're the pitching The AL playoffs
1: fantastic. are going to be absolutely sick this year. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be unbeatable. Well, the
0: Astros are going to get probably the Red Sox, Jays, or yep. first round.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, they're going to... Yeah. No? Yeah, I mean, or or... Well wouldn't the Yankees would though, if they end up finishing first. Yep.
0: Right? So the both of them will get one of those too.
1: Oh that's right. Yes, yeah. I've forgotten that the rules have changed. Yeah. <laughs> or the thing changed a few years ago. The twins. The twins The twins I, are humming a bit. Yeah, Carlos Career are. I saw I had a dinger last night. Yeah. So taking a look here. I just wanted to see who was leading that division. Yeah, twins. That one's pretty tight. I mean like it could go Oh yeah. Guardians and Sox are still right in there. Yep. 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 So I mean, Tigers and Royals are toast, but other than that, yeah, holy smokes, Astros! Eh? That kind of they kind of just buzzed up there, big time, big time, big All time. Right they've then. been on a heater, and they took care of the Yankees. I think
0: the Yankees have lost ex- uh, they've lost eight of ten now, so. And well, it's a skill. bad time
1: to get hot is that early in the year. Oh, for sure. You know, for They sure. kind of did that last year, too. Remember, they were kind of struggling going in. Yeah. Is that I think. I can't remember it's, anymore. It's going to be
0: fun to watch, fun to follow. Obviously, it's going to be uh, some great races, especially in the AL heading towards the playoffs. Nate, we're going to move into quarter two in the NHL, and there is some massive news out of the NHL. Matthew Kachuk announced that he wanted out of Calgary, and he did just so. He gets traded to the Florida Panthers. Signs a seven-year, $9.5 million deal on the AAV. But heading back to Calgary, I'm going to tip my cap to Calgary because I thought this was an amazing package in return.
1: Oh, I mean, especially where you're at. You know, like the, the word is out that this guy's not coming back. Yep. I just cannot believe they got Huberto Wieger a first, and then I think it's like Cole a prospect. or something. Yeah. From the, I haven't heard of the guy. No, no, they're by. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, I mean, that's just honestly outlandish. I cannot believe that they were able to get that.
0: We're talking about Jonathan Huberto, who had 117 points this season, second in the league. We're talking about Mackenzie Wieger, who, if you follow the Florida Panthers at all the last few seasons, we're talking about Aaron Ekblad's missed, I would say, upwards of 50, 60 games. Mackenzie Wieger's been the guy, the horse, on their, well, the, on their their in their defensive for sure um, core. So, I mean... Yeah, what an incredible package to get back for Calgary. Obviously, they're two pending UFAs, but if you have a great
1: season, boom, you offer them contracts. Yeah. If you're not having a great season, you trade them. Well, yeah, there's two guys. I mean, Hubert was right up there in heart, and Weger yeah. um, was like eighth in Norris voting. Yeah. So, I mean, these are just two absolute studs. I also, crazy thing, I saw uh, Pete Blackburn tweeted, um, some guy who's like a Florida YouTube fan um, Like, hockey guy? Yep. Man, he predicted the trade, like, three days before. No way. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, if I can get Kachuk uh, at, like, 24, he's like, I'd give him Huberto, Uyghur, like, a first. He's like, and this is, like, he predicted the future. He's like, I'd rather take Kachuk at 24 than I would at Huberto at almost 30 now. Yeah, yeah. For, like, the next eight years. Which is, like... You know, a fair point. Yeah, it's just like a tough guy to give up
0: for sure. You know, Paul Maurice is excited about it too because he got his fair share, uh, or just you know being in the Western Market knows a lot about the uh, Matthew yeah. Kachuk. But now, what a uh, what a great trade! I think you know I, I, both teams are certainly excited about their acquisitions. I mean, we look at uh, Florida and, and uh, losing in the second round in a sweeping fashion. I think they they wanted to change things up a little bit, but yep. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll preview the season obviously later on this summer. But yep. uh, Nate Seattle acquires Oliver Borgstrand. Bjorkstrand, he's a sixty-point guy. Not a bad man, pickup,
1: man. He has some like little streaks where he yeah. goes like he's a he's a solid late round fantasy guy.
0: You look at a Columbus uh, box score. Mm-hmm. Bjorkstrand
1: was he's generally in it. Yeah, he yeah, was in it. man. I know. I couldn't believe. Like, I know they got to do the salary dump or whatever it is just yeah. to move the guy. But I mean, like, dude, a third and a fourth for this guy? Like, I know. Hell, dude, I don't get it sometimes.
0: I know, I know, and especially too. I mean, with uh, with Columbus having a uh, a bit of a. Uh, a bit of, you know, they've been acquiring some studs and, and you want to have a uh,
1: solid squad. I just find it weird they paid Good Branson four million bucks. Dude. Like, I mean, man, like, no difference. Such an overpayment, Garrett, man. man. Yeah, dude, he's terrible. Oh, man. Like, four million. And then you're going to let Björkstrang go. His salary was only a little higher.
0: Man, no. it's just weird. For sure. Uh, PLD, Nate, I will do mention that uh, a guy staying in Columbus is Patrick Line and a four-year yep. 8.7 mm-hmm. AAV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois signs a one-year $6 million contract to stay in Winnipeg. All signs are pointing that he's going to be heading to Montreal
1: here eventually. Yeah. I mean, he just accepted the qualifying offer of because okay. of $6 yep. million bucks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. He's looking to go to Montreal. He's made that quite public. So yes. So I'd assume he'll be going there pretty quick. Absolutely. He'll be after him hard. Absolutely. French
0: guy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> There's
1: their 1C. Oh, 100%. Bump Suzuki down. You're actually looking all right.
0: Man, it's time to move into some darker times uh, in the hockey world, Nate. So obviously we talked about last episode, the 2018 World Junior Team and and all of the news surrounding that. The 2003 World Junior Team from Halifax uh, is now under investigation. Uh, This is an interesting case. So obviously there's... uh, Uh, There's a case where there was a hotel room, uh, a vulnerable uh, female and uh, players involved. And that's kind of where I'll go with it. Um, But apparently there was a video uh, involved. And we're talking about 2003. So apparently there's a VHS tape. They grabbed the team camera. Team camera. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And the cherry on top here is Jordan Tutu's biography has a piece in the biography about this situation.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a weird setup, man. It's just like a weird thing to be like kind of bragging about in the book in general, I thought you know I, I looked at it I was like sick, dude, like unreal, you know what I mean, you're just like talking about banging like having sex with girls in your in your biography it's yeah, like,
0: like especially too just due to the fact that was an alcoholic he lost his brother to suicide like there's just yeah. so many things that you could have uh surrounding that book to make it very powerful and then he decides yeah. that in this clip it but anyway that is going to be headlining news along with the 2018 world juniors but we're not done yet owner of the Edmonton Oilers Daryl Katz has he's been you know I don't want to say he's he has been convicted but he has been alleged is alleged the word need I'm kind of going allegedly. through a bit of a He has allegedly paid a 17 year old girl, $75,000 for sexual intercourse. Uh, the mom of the, of the, uh, of the minor was involved as well with the, with the money. It seemed like a bit of a sex trafficking. She knew act. about it. Oh, she took the money. Oh man, um, that
1: is the most twisted
0: shit I've ever heard in my life. So it's going to be interesting. So if he's convicted, I don't know the process of all this with Daryl Katz, but he'll have to relinquish the team.
1: I right? mean, I, I'm not sure how that stuff works, but you would
0: think. Well, you think about the, uh, I don't want to be, the Stern situation. Yes. Yeah. He had to relinquish the team. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be a headline that's not going away. It's been some dark days in the hockey
1: world. There is a dark cloud yeah. surrounding the game of hockey right now. I feel like more is about to come out, too. I, I agree. hunch. I agree. Hockey Canada came out. They said, bring up anything. You know, like, tell, like, let us, like, bring up everything. So I think there's going to be there's undoubtedly going to be more stuff. And like, what are we
0: three weeks away from the World Junior Championships?
1: Yeah, that's right. Might be canceled. Mm, yeah, well, I mean, there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Dude, if Russia did this, they'd be getting kicked directly out, you know? Oh, 100%. So it's like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, it's been, some
0: booze. it's been some dark days in the hockey world. We're about to move into the playbook. Yeah. And we're talking the halftime show playbook. I'm going to start things off. So Nate, now you went two different directions. Nate's staying in the sports world. I'm staying in just in general society. Yes, we all know how this works. We give a situation, and then we got to give out how we would go about overcoming this situation or what our play would be. Nate, you roll into a bar, absolutely buckled. Nine out of ten, you may not be able to handle another drink. Like you are really roughed up. You probably you're, you're planning on staying at this bar not long because you okay. need to get out of there. But while you roll in, you see. The girl you've been texting with, the girl you really like. Yeah. She's at the bar. What's your play?
1: What's her uh I'm nine out of ten. What is she?
0: She's just, you know, having a couple of casuals, probably
1: reaching to a buzz state. Oh boy, this is a tough, tough situation. Because yeah. you can't you're googly eyed go- man. Yeah, that's gonna be tough because well, it's like you. But go you can't ghost her. You got to acknowledge exactly, her. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you're kind of in a position where it's like, oh, I'd probably just go over there and just try to say something funny, and then yeah. you know, I mean, it's not gonna end good. Yeah. You know, probably. Yeah. You know, it's gonna, I'm just gonna try and be hilarious <sighs> and and try not to be too ridiculous and see what happens.
0: I think I think my play is a couple quick waters. Okay. Fifteen minutes sit down with whoever you're with there with. Yep. and then you go over and say something. Yep. give you give yourself a window to calm down.
1: Yeah, sober See, I up. wouldn't think it through that much when I was in no situ- exactly. I would just go. Yeah, you know, and I'd be like, ah, I, blah, blah. yeah, that yeah. tough situation. It is for sure. That's a good question, though. Okay, so Greg, you're an absolute stud prospect in the NHL. Okay, you're like Wayne Gretzky Jr. You've been hyped up since you were like fourteen. Yep. You've got the ego, though, of like Eric Lindros when he gets drafted. Okay, yeah, yeah. You get drafted by the Coyotes, and you realize you have to play your first three years at ASU. What's your move? I'm going, man. I'm working my tail off.
0: I'm, I'm going to play there. Yeah. It's only half the games at ASU. Plus, I mean, I hate to think of this, but the women in, in Arizona and, and the females that are going to be at that game, I mean, you're going to be able to put on a fairly big clinic That's fair. in that scene. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I I just think that the professional athlete – you know, opportunity. Obviously, you've got a huge ego, and and uh, I don't think I would request a trade, man. I I'd, I'd go there and play, man, and, I mean, you're and play uh, a little bit at yeah, the start, right? Exactly. Just, just
1: Lindros wouldn't put the jersey on. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous.
0: That's unbelievable. But uh, but yeah, man, that's a that's a tough one. It's a tough scene for Arizona right now. But I think that if I'm a if I'm a you know a top prospect going to Arizona, I think you got to you know I think I'd like Arizona play a lot of golf. Yeah, it's a sick yeah. state. Yeah. So. All right, Nate. You're in the Dominican Republic. You're on a bachelor party. You and the boys, you know, you're getting in one. You go off resort. You get off the resort. You get
1: drunk, tanked, arrested. Worst fear. What's your play? Oh, man. I honestly have no clue, dude. I would just be, first off, have a 15-minute crippling anxiety attack. Oh, man. Something about foreign prisons, man. Like, I just think of the, what is it, the British Prison Reiner? Br- oh, like in oh, Russia, exactly. yeah, like yeah. She, you know what I mean. Like she's oh, yeah. just like, and it's just, it's just a terrifying fact where or like scenario where it's just like, oh man, you like how do you even reach out? Oh man, like you, it feels like you can't. Like, yeah. and it's oh man, I don't know. I would probably just pull prison break mode.
0: You know what the play is, Nate? What? It's tell the people who are arresting you to drive you to the nearest ATM, mm-hmm. and you get them as much money as you can possibly get out for them. Yeah,
1: that would probably be it. Yeah, yeah, guys, I'll give you thousand dollars cash, yeah, you know, or just like yeah, you would be able to probably bribe your way out of yeah. that, yeah, yeah. You're right. That would, yeah, that would eventually cross my mind. I yeah, for the first bit, I'd be like, oh shit, like, oh this for is sure, be a disaster. But you gotta go. You gotta go with the bribery route. You have yeah, to. Yeah, you would have to. You're right. That's the only way out of there. Yeah, because they're just gonna keep you, man. Oh man, they'll keep you. Okay, your second one. Okay, in this situation, you're also a stud prospect. Okay, you get drafted first overall, the MLB and the NFL. Okay, you're making slightly more money a year to play in the MLB. Yep. But you're quarterback or you're like D.H., you know, you're stud either way. What's your move? You're doing, oh, I'm oh, going the NFL. NFL. Oh, my... F- yeah.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's... uh, You're just the guy. Like, being... Yeah, if you're a quarterback in the NFL, you're just that guy. And yeah. uh, I feels as if the MLB stars, like there's not, a, like every single quarterback in the NFL could walk around anywhere and just be like, that's that guy. Like yeah. he's the guy. And then the MLB, it feels as if like you kind of, like if you're a stud pitcher on the Oakland Athletics, like you know what I mean? Like yeah. you, you might be you might be recognized, you may not be. But I think that, yeah, it's just, the NFL is just that much bigger in my opinion. And it's just being a quarterback, just having that, uh, you know, having that status. Yeah, for me, it's quarterback. And I, I look around, I mean, you know, Tom Brady was drafted to the MLB. Kyler Murray drafted to the MLB. Yep. Patrick Mahomes drafted to the they MLB. All, they all decided to go to yeah. be quarterbacks. <laughs> for sure. Yep. That's
1: a good question though. It's a well. There's a lot of guys that would pick baseball. There, there is for sure. Um, what was the stat I saw the other day? It's Kyler Murray, like the new deal he just signed. Yep. Um, Five
0: years, two thirty-three million. We'll yeah. get into it.
1: So it's yeah, it's forty-six million a year. Yeah. He's making the same as the entire Athletics payroll. Crazy. Absolutely insane, especially
0: from a guy that really hasn't. Like he's had some. He's a good fantasy quarterback, but he, I mean, he hasn't shown the fact that he can get it done in the big games. But mm-hmm. Nate, you're at a ball game. Yep. You're in the outfield. You're buzzing along. Homer comes in. You have a one-handed over the seats catch. Yeah. People are absolutely loving you. It's going to be on TSN. It's going to be on SportsCenter for years to come. Yeah. What do you do with the ball? Do you give it to a young
1: fan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I give it to a kid. I love it. Unless okay. we're talking like, you know, Barry Bonds, like Pat's and Hank Aaron stuff.
0: It was it was Aaron. It was uh, Aaron Judge's 60th of the year.
1: Uh I'd probably hold on to that ball. Okay. Yeah, I would probably hold on to that yep. ball. Yeah, I think so. It would be, I mean, like in that situation. Like, do you remember when Barry Bonds was uh getting ready to hit, what is it, seven forty seven or whatever? Yeah. He was, like, everyone was literally in the outfield, like, for every game, just, like, praying. Like, everyone was like, who's getting that ball? Uh, Yeah, I'd hold on to that ball, I think. I think that would be pretty cool. Unless, I don't know, if I was pretty buzzed up too, I could just chuck it to a kid. I don't really know what I'm going to do. I think I'd
0: probably give it to a kid, man. Then I'd (laughs) reach out to Judge or like in any interviews that you would get or any publicity you would get from the catch, I would just be like, yeah, listen, like, you know, I obviously wasn't thinking about the value of the ball, but it would be nice if the Yankees did something for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) I think that would be the move. Yep. But uh, I'd also, I feel like if I was drinking a little bit too, I'd just be like, out here, kid. Yep. Whatever. Okay, last one. You get home from a long road trip. Yep. It's the first one. Since marrying your wife just two weeks prior. You come home a day early to surprise her. I think you know where this is going. She's in bed with Rodrigo Blankenship. What's your move? I'm beating the wheels off of him, man. Whoa! I'm beating the
0: wheels off Blankenship. Um, and, uh, and then I'm getting a divorce. <laughs>
1: like, that's tough. That is so tough. 2 weeks prior. I mean, if you got married 2 weeks ago and this is going on, yeah, it's I the mean, move to get divorced for sure. Yeah, it's I mean, it's like, I don't what know. What even is What is this? this? Yeah, yeah, like what am I doing?
0: Yeah, anyway, it's uh that's such a tough scene. Yeah. Uh obviously having a fair 2 weeks into the uh to the wedding, I mean, it's it's definitely happened.
1: Oh my lord! I we should look that
0: up sometime. There's got to
1: be some crazy stories. Like even I bet you the night of, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guarantee it's happened somewhere.
0: Maybe we'll do the top five marriage like blunders for the
1: for, for the halftime show next week. Next week, marriage blunders, marriage blunders. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm fully into it.
0: Gosh, well, that's going to conclude the halftime show of episode fifty-seven, seven, season two of the Daily Mission Podcast. Nay, we're moving into quarter three. It's a little bit of NFL talk. NFL training camps are about to open. We're about a month away, man, and it's going to be exciting. But firstly, the Rams get their Super Bowl rings. I don't know. I don't know when. Like we're at the point of escal- uh, escalation with these rings. There's got to be a line drawn in the sand soon. They are huge, They're man. Almost
1: unwearable. Exactly, it's, exactly. It's such like a uh, outrageous flex at it's, this point. I know, man. like this thing is probably what two inches high. Oh man. Would you think? Yeah, it's At like least. you wear it and then it's like it's like this big yeah. or like it's even bigger. Like it's
0: like it's huge. I wonder what one of those is worth. All the di like I would say 200, 300 grand. Yeah. I would it's
1: think. Ridiculous. But man. the
0: diamonds and just yeah. even the just like the, the story behind it. I mean the rarity of them. Because I think yeah. so Nate, I was reading that there's like tiers. So tier one would be players, coaches. Like, they get the Tier 1 ring, and then there's a Tier 2 ring uh, for, you know, say, just, like, uh, management. And Tier yeah. 3 goes to, you know, and Tier 4. Like, everyone who's associated with the team, you can't get yeah. $200,000 no, no. rings to. For sure. Um, so, yeah, there's tiers of rings. With those Tier 1 Rams rings. But, yeah, like, there's going to have to be a line drawn in the sand. I mean, you can't just continue this. Like, by, like, 2050, these things are going to be a full-on, like, uh, it's going to be iron knuckles. Yeah. Which is... Th-
1: yeah, it's going to be... Th- I couldn't believe these ones, man. They're they're ridiculous. They're so huge, man. ridiculous.
0: Nate mentioned during the halftime show, Kyler Murray signs a five-year, two hundred thirty-three million dollars deal in Arizona. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how he plays. He's got some stud receivers. Uh, I think DeAndre Hopkins is actually suspended for the first eight games of the season. Um, but uh, but I mean, it's interesting to see, man. They've got uh, good defense there, and I, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know that division's going to be you know solid again. I don't yeah. think Seattle's going to be very good, but I know the 49ers are going to be good. I know the uh, Rams are going to be good. So we'll see what happens in Arizona. But uh, obviously, happy for Kyler securing
1: the bag. Yeah, that's an absolute secure. I mean, the jury's out on this one. There's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, awesome!" And then I feel like I've seen a lot of comments that are like, "What in God's name?" Like yeah. as you said before, like he just hasn't got it done. So.
0: You know what's funny is is uh, we look at society, we look at some of the rules that society plays in right now and some of the things you can and cannot say to people. It seems like athletes, especially in the NFL, they don't abide by these rules. You can fat shame athletes, mm-hmm. which if you fat shamed someone online, probably going to get in some trouble. Yeah, Leonard Fournette showed up to training camp. With the Tampa Bay Buccaneers there was a photo of him. The amount of fat shaming that this guy's getting right yeah. now is Unbelievable, and I've been a part of it. I'm a, I'm guilty of it. Yeah. Um. You know, I was saying they might be lo- moving him to the O line. I mean, he's not that big. Um. And his personal trainer said this is so ridiculous.
1: Uh. But I like, mean, like the comments are ridiculous, or the fact that he's big is ridiculous. The fact that people are all over him. He's got a yeah. month to get ready to rock. He's yeah. a power back. Like yeah. he's like
0: this guy's going to be weighing in at 240 pounds, regardless. Like he might be like if he, a 260. Instead of being 240, if you got to shed 15, 20 pounds before, like, it's not like it's
1: crazy. No, no, they're going to get it down pretty yes, quick. Like, 100%. It's not going to, yeah. It, but this happens every year with anybody in exactly. any league. Some one guy, that's all it takes to show up. Remember Zion? Yeah. James Harden? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. James Harden was, I'm pretty sure, a fat suit, as we spoke of. But mm-hmm. I mean, Ovechkin comes into camp. Um, yep. I had a guy tell me that he went to camp with him. Yep. I uh, just went to the. Like, walk off Capitals on. camp, yeah. Yeah, Capitals camp. And he said he, he rolled in at 240. <laughs> I mean, that guy doesn't train during the summers, man. Yeah. He just gets absolutely buckled. Yeah. So. What a squad they used to have that just didn't train. You know Alex Semon wasn't back in the day. Yeah. It must have been an absolute nightmare for management.
0: Mike Green. Mike Green.
1: Yeah he might have put in
0: some work Mike mm-hmm. Green was a wagon he was such a wagon but I mean in terms of like he didn't play the game where he was bumping and grinding skating his wheels off all he the certainly time did not. He, was he was a was poised guy you know, fairly soft Yeah, right? like he didn't hit no. yeah he hit a
1: couple of times maybe two in his career yeah right. um,
0: I thought it was Milkney moving back into the Madden rankings Tom Brady's the highest ranked quarterback in the league Kind of milky. You know, you look at the Josh Allen's, the Patrick Mahomes of the world. You know, it's like, I know Brady's 45 years old and you're going to give him a 98 rating. It's like, I get it. He's the GOAT. But like, I I think like squeaking him in like fifth, sixth at 94.
1: Yeah. You know know what I mean? Like, that's what I was kind of kind of putting him at, like, 94 to, like, a 92 range. Yeah. Still really good. Oh. But, like. Not in his prime. No. But, like, it'd be interesting to see what the rankings were when he was in his prime. It had to yeah. undoubtedly be 99. Oh, he, yeah, for sure. That's ridiculous, man. Uh, I know. See, that's weird when you play NHL. There's no 99s. Yeah. You know? Everyone gets to, like, 95. I think McDavid's, like, 95, and that's the highest. Like, Crosby was 95. And yeah, yeah, he yeah. gets 99. No. And there's, that's... like, a 100 in Madden. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: you can bump your guys up. Um, Nate, I didn't want to mention that the Bengals released a helmet. It's like a white tiger helmet. Yeah, <laughs> nasty. Yeah, nasty. Uh, the Browns signed Josh Rosen, so it, it it just it seems like all all indicators are that uh, that Deshaun Watson is going to be missing a lot of time uh, because you don't sign a third quarterback uh, and have four on the roster if yeah. uh, you don't think that uh, that Deshaun Watson is going to miss some time. So it's going to be interesting to see how much time he misses. I'd say the whole year. I would think so. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, that know it should be good. I don't know.
0: Quarter four. A little bit of NBA talk, Nate, before we get into the fire wagon. Yeah. The Suns extend coach Monty Williams uh, to long-term. He still had two more years on his deal. This was well-deserved, man. The yeah. Suns have had such a great couple seasons, man. it has been great. Um, Especially
1: getting that offer sheet, getting DeAndre Ayton back. Exactly. Yep. Welcome back, Monty.
0: So, uh, so Monty Williams is going to be back. Charles Barkley is in talks with the Live Tour. They're, they're upwards of $90 million. They're going to pay him to come commentate with Nick Faldo. We'll see what happens there. That'd be a huge loss for TNT because mm-hmm. the relationship between Shaq and yeah. Charles is...
1: There's, is a, there's a clip a week of those guys. 100%. Something ridiculous going on. Too.
0: Grant Williams, Nate, uh, kind of a role player on the Celtics. He had a couple of good games in the playoffs. said that the Celtics weren't the, or the... The Golden State Warriors weren't the better team during the finals. Comments like these are, are very clownish. Uh, clearly they were the better team yeah, because they, they won yes they did uh, so Grant Williams uh, you're my dog water of the week for saying that um, <laughs> so uh, and you were my dog water too because you got absolutely body bagged at the Espies by by uh, by Steph Curry uh, KD joins TikTok yes, Uh should be good should be interesting to see what this guy does on TikTok Kevin Durant obviously and it's gonna be tough because it's tough to run a burner account on an app like
1: TikTok it certainly is yeah unless you're doing those like weird little editing things that like some kids do yeah 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 you, know, you ain't getting away with it no one's gonna listen to it but for sure we might want to hop all over uh kd here. yeah pretty quick in the mix maybe cheer up him.
0: yeah i think yeah. that that's in the game that's in the cards uh and russell westbrook traders are, are heating up uh apparently that they're dead between them and the pacers but i do believe that he might be finding a new home here in the next few weeks so we'll continue to monitor that
1: yes yes we will
0: yeah yes we will
1: indeed he's going to the whiz
0: fire wagon of the week i'm going aaron judge Okay. I'm going Aaron Judge because this guy is such a monster. I know the Yankees are skidding, but he continues to hit very well. And my runner-up is Seth Brown, friend of the show. Seth Brown uh, has also been heating up. Uh, He's got, I think, three home runs in his last four games, six hits. Seth Brown, his brother, plays at our local golf course. So Seth and Aaron and my dog, Water Nate, is, uh, as I mentioned,
1: yes. Who did I mention? Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going into both here. Yep. Um, which is unfortunate because I do not have a dog. Water off the top of my head, but I will figure it out as we go. Yeah. Uh, Fire wagon. Calgary Flames. Yeah. Back in a corner, and you're somehow able to pull Jonathan Huberdeau and Mackenzie Weger. Brad Treliving. Well to done you the, to you and the whole Boston Pizza crew. Congratulations. That's a great trade. Um, wrong, one. Thank, wrong you, one thank you thank you yeah. um, but uh, you know that'll work um, and dog water of the week dog water of the week who's been absolutely what is going on down here <laughs> just just fiddling. um dog water of the week you know um, you know what give me uh, give me the Yankees here yep trending down a little bit i yep. guess lost I eight He's of ten and, yeah we'll yep. go with them you know didn't have anything on uh on the go on here. tap nothing no. usually i walk in here and something's pissing me off enough yep. for the dog water but nothing today
0: it's been a fairly slow day in, in week in sports yeah i well, mean there's
1: nothing going on yeah man.
0: there's no games to break down but i think we did a, a you know a phenomenal job of, of breaking sure. down what was going on so listen folks that's the conclusion of episode 57 season two make sure you're following us on all the socials make sure you give this a five-star rating give it a comment share it with a friend make sure you're following on youtube tiktok Instagram. Catch you guys on Friday. We will see you Friday, you absolute warriors. Have a great week.